I'm pulling up the discussion points. Good evening, everyone. Uh, welcome to the inaugural Why Not Curling Club podcast. Uh, we're going to be working on a name here, but first we're going to just introduce ourselves. I want to start by saying my name's Nolan Axon. I'm one of the board members here at the Why Not Curling Club. I'm here with a couple other guys that are also on the club, so I'm going to pass the mic off right now. This is Wesley Mason. I am also a board member with the Minot Curling Club. I believe this is my seventh season. Oh. Yep, and this is Clay Feldner, and I forgot how many seasons I'm on, but I'll figure that out later. <laughs> All right, so just a quick overview of, uh, I'd like to say boneheads that you're going to get to listen to throughout the season, but it's something new we're going to try here at the Curling Club, uh, just to get some voices out into the community, kind of give everyone an update here, whether it's weekly, bi-weekly, once a month. Uh, just more of a personal connection of what's going on down here at the club. But like I said, the first thing we wanted to talk about is like every good event, whether it's history, a sports game, the catch, something like that, you need a good name. So what we're trying to figure out right now is what a good name would be. And now with curling, there's a lot of stereotypes and, and a lot of weird terms that come with the sport. And <laughs> you got the rocks, you got the hacks, you got ends instead of innings or quarters or periods or anything like that. So there's a lot of play that we could do with these. So I'm going to open it up to you guys to see what, what some good names could be. And I, I think we might be leaning towards one, but I think the discussion of just figuring out what this could be could kind of be fun for the listeners. Yeah, what are we leaning towards right now? What are some ideas? Uh, my top contender was between the sheets, but we uh, did some Googling and found that that was taken. So we have considered between two sheets, which is, uh, I believe, without looking into it, legally distinct enough. We also discussed on the button, uh, 11th end, and then I suggested 7th end because we're a club specific and we only do six. Um, and also a couple of hacks. Those are our top contenders at the moment. If you have a, a, another one, feel free to suggest it to us. I want something involving hogs, but we'll figure that one out later. <laughs> well, I think right now the way we were leaning was between two sheets. Um, that sounds like a good one because we can't do a couple of hacks because there's three of us here. So we, someone would feel excluded. And Clay, I'm sorry, but that might be you. You're, you're the smallest guy here yet again. Um, but yeah, so the name is is in a work in progress. We'll we'll share that later on on, on the Facebook page as we get these things rolling. But uh, right now, I believe we're leaning towards between two sheets. But as we get into the season, uh, warming up here real quick, I believe we wanted to also discuss a little bit about what went on in the off season. Now, there was a lot of a lot of events for the curling club this year uh, that really stemmed off of that April snowstorm. Yeah, uh, so it was kind of a blur for me, um, but uh, we had, what, four to five feet of snow um, in that one week in April here, and uh, if you've ever looked at the south side of our building, uh, the roof is sloped real big all the way down to the condenser. Um, we've had issues with snow falling off before. Um, one year it was the old antenna pole um, that it got ripped off. This year it was our condenser. Um, the condenser is a, a important piece of equipment for the compressor system that keeps our ice cold. Um, it's what takes the hot ammonia and makes it cold liquid ammonia that then we can cool the glycol with. And uh, that was a total loss. So it was uh, not salvageable at all. Um, and that kicked off the 
bidding, so we had to go out and figure out who would sell us one and who would install it was a big part. Um, Clay, you were involved with that. Do you uh, have any comment on the bidding process? We, we went through a couple of proposals. First, we started out by seeing if there's any used ones available. We pretty much tried every trick imaginable before we finally settled on just getting a professionally installed brand new system. Um, total bill on that one, give or take here, I think was around $150,000. We did end up getting a significant portion of that covered through insurance, but I think it was still we're, we're still looking at a pretty hefty operating loan. So, hence started all the activities we have, fundraising um, in the off season, a couple new advertisement opportunities, sponsorships, and and here we are just with we got it all installed though. Point being, yeah, uh, we'll make do get into that we uh, we we did get it installed um we ended up going with simcoe um if you're familiar with that company they are the ones that do our uh, yearly maintenance um already so they're familiar with our system um and that project went really well um i guess i kind of spearheaded the uh, actual installation that week um i don't know if i was the lucky one or the the last one standing there with everybody else's schedules but we had borsheim crane service down here lifted it up for us um we had minot welding fabricate uh the base for it because that had sustained some damage we had gefro electric is the ones that wired up our new motors and minot plumbing oh i'm sorry minot plumbing did not come in in on that uh simcoe simcoe <laughs> ended up doing the plumbing for us so yeah and then hansen excavating did the did the receiving and, and demo of the old one yes thank you so. uh shannon hansen a, another board member and a outstanding club member as well um he gets a big thanks because he's the one that knew borsheim and all that so, so yeah he was a big part right and i think throughout the year too we're also going to try to get some other board members in um just try to introduce everybody that's involved here with the curling club and i do want to say about the installation i think they they craned that thing up on probably one of the windiest days we've had uh since the summer's ended. It was rodeo weekend here in Minot, and the wind was blowing at about 50 mile an hour, and they sat that thing down like they're like it, like it was just a calm island breeze. Yeah, it was a it was a north wind that day, and we were on the south side of the building, um, so that actually worked out pretty well. We were doing the lift. Um, I want to say 10 o'clock, so it was still in the morning before the wind had really picked up, um, and the the building actually helped us there. Yeah, that went great. Uh, I, I forget the operator's name from Borsheim, but uh, if you ever got something heavy to pick up, I'd call them. One heck of a job, and so we're getting into the season now. Uh, ice is in, and I gotta say the ice looks absolutely fantastic. Probably some of the best ice I've seen since since I've been curling here over the last few years. Um, nice, nice and white. There's no hose lines from the paint in the paint, which that's something we've we seem to struggle with over the last few years. So everything's looking real good. Ice is ready. Um, which kind of leads us into our next point here with the season starting we're, we're getting into the learn to curls we're getting into team registration and all that all that fun stuff um and i think clay's going to sneak away on us here so i'm going to slide the mic over to wes as i change positions thanks clay for joining us on our inaugural between two sheets podcast so we got that handled um but yeah, so learn to curls are coming up. Uh, ice is in, ice is ready to go, Wes. What's the plan here for this coming week? 
Um, this coming week, we will be doing Learn to Curl open houses um, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. So um, those are open to the public. Um, they're open to club members. They're open to anybody. Um, you can come down and check the place out. You can come down and curl. Um, if you've never curled before, uh, we'll be here shoehorning you into a Learn to Curl. Um, to point out, those are, are no cost. So you don't need to bring your checkbook that open house week. Um, just come on down and experience the sport if you haven't before. Um, we'd love to have you. And then we'd also love to sign you up for leagues. And that's going to begin this coming Monday here. Um, coming so Monday. Is that the 28th? 28th. We're, we're doing this podcast on, on Saturday the 26th. Uh, depends on when we get it uploaded. We This coming Monday could be a week from now. But Learn to Curls are starting on it the could, 28th. It could be imminent. If you're hearing this, it might be too late. <laughs> um, and like Wes said, it's it's not just open to club members. If, if you do follow the Curling Club page and you do happen to listen to this, feel free to stop on by and, and learn a little bit about the sport of curling because, honestly, it's, it's a lot of fun. Um, it's kind of unique to this area of the country, really, too. You don't, you don't see it a whole lot down south. You don't see it. Well, you're starting to see it more. But, yeah, yeah, yeah it's definitely a cold weather state uh, historically. Yeah, I mean, when, when you're frozen half of the year, what else are you going to do, right? Yeah, exactly. Let's, yeah. let's throw 40 pounds of granite down the The fish ice aren't and... biting always, so <laughs> you got to figure out something else to do. All right, so Learn to Curl's coming up. Those are going to begin at 6.30, uh, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. I believe we're going to take Friday off. Yep, Friday off. And yep. then the following week is kind of when we get down to the nitty-gritty. Team registration is open already. If you haven't registered your team, be sure to go to the website and do that. If you have any questions about it, you can definitely contact one of the board members. Minotcurling.com. There's a good plug right there. <laughs> um, so following the week of the Learn to Curls, I think we're going to do something a little bit fun that we seem to do every year as well. Are you talking about the fun spiel? The fun spiel. That's the why I said spiel. something fun something to come. Something fun. Yeah. Um, yes, we will be doing um, a fun spiel that Saturday, which help me out with the date there. Do you have the, the calendar? Saturday, December the 3rd, I believe. Saturday, December 3rd. Yep. So that will run from, I want it, what do we say? 1030? 10, 10, 10, 10 o'clock, 1030 in the morning yep. um, is when the learn to curl will begin. Yes. So again, you'll get one more chance to just kind of sharpen your skills. Or if you're unable to make it to the learn to curl, mm-hmm. you can... Get a crash course and how to crash out of the hacks. You can yeah, say. exactly. So that's that's how we we kick them off. You know, so we we do that learn to curl um, in that ten to noon time frame, and then uh, at noon there, everybody should have shown up who wants to participate in the fun spiel. Um, if you're new to curling, uh, we call a curling tournament a bond spiel. So a fun spiel is our our way of saying it's a a laid back tournament. Um, and so that will start at noon. Um, we'll serve a lunch there um, between one of the games, and it'll run till typically about five because we do three games three four end games um, and those take a little over an hour and then we take breaks between um, so yeah come on down uh, for that uh, again no experience necessary um, if you want to participate in the bond spiel we do ask uh, I think ten dollars ahead um, you know that kind of covers our lunch costs there's really there, there will be a fabulous prize also I have not procured the fabulous prize yet but uh, there will be one and if you got a chance to win something, it's never a bad idea just to come out and see what it might be. It's like playing the lottery at that point. Yeah, and come down individually, come down in pairs, come down in threes, fours, six of you. Um, you know, if you have enough for a whole team and you want to stick together, we will we will accommodate that. Uh, we usually try to encourage new players to curl with experienced players, um, you know, because there is some strategy and some etiquette, and it's nice to have someone on your team who, who knows what they're doing to uh, point that out. All right, and then following the Saturday fun spiel, is when the shenanigans will begin. And by shenanigans, I mean that's when our league is going to start. Our, our first week of exhibition games will begin the following week. Uh, and that really all depends on when you register. 
So Yeah, the way we do our seasons here, again, for newbies, is uh, you pick a knight uh, to curl on, and you, you play that knight. So if your your knight has, like, 20 teams on it, you might have two different draw times. You might be at 6.30, you might be at 8 one week. Um, like, I think we were just talking about registrations. Uh, just to give you a sneak peek, uh, Monday has nine teams, so they're looking at one draw so far. Wednesday is, I want to say, 19, so they're definitely at two draws. So they'll have a 6.30 and an 8, and then Thursday, I want to say, is at nine as well. So they're looking at just one draw. Um, if you get over 10 teams, you know, you, sometimes you want to start splitting it into two draws. Uh, but then that gets tough, too. So then you might have a team that's curling by themselves on the late one. So, Right, right. Um, and then that's when all the fun begins. Like I said, the first week will be exhibition. So, again, just one one last chance to tune up uh, your skills if you're a little rusty from last year, if you're new to the sport. Um and then we got some other events throughout the year, and obviously we'll keep you posted on this podcast throughout them. Uh, one one thing, I don't know if we want to... Can we circle back to that first week? Um, oh, I yeah. just wanted to say, too, you know, those that first week, uh, we say it's mandatory. You know, we want you to come down, um, and what we do at that is we're going to go over any club changes, um, give the etiquette lesson for, for new curlers, you know, just talk about the sport. That'll be a short meeting, I want to say 10 minutes. Um, and then we will have uh, everybody go out and play a game. Just pick a team, play a game. Um, um, we will record those scores because that is our first tiebreaker. So if you end the season and you're both five and five um, and we need to pick a team to go to the playoffs or something, we use that exhibition week as our tiebreaker. So they do matter. Um, please come, you know, don't skip it. <laughs> All right. So then, um, like I said, I guess exhibition, but they, they might count it in the long run. Yeah, it does. It does. Yeah. Yeah, it counts. Plus, it's your chance to shake off the cobwebs. Exactly. You know? Exactly. Um, second thing I was I was getting into there um I think we're gonna probably throw a poll up when we post this podcast as well but we we're thinking of maybe trying something new this year and that's adding another bond spiel in yes I would like to add a December bond spiel and I would like an early season bond spiel um <laughs> As someone who helps get the club going together, I already want to take a break, but <laughs> I don't <laughs> it, think we're going to do it's one. It's kind of never ending yeah, at this time yeah. of the year, right? Yep. yep. No, I, I totally understand. Um, but yeah, like like you guys, you and Clay mentioned earlier on in this, uh, we had a lot of expenses this year. And yeah. that's that's yeah. one of the things yeah. we, we do to help fund those expenses, those mm-hmm. projects that we do, especially stemming off of last year. A lot of good stuff coming in last year as well with the new rocks, uh, RO system, all that fun stuff that we added in, and then a condenser on top of that. That's our fundraising. We yep. get people in to come curl. Uh, yeah, 100%. We were talking about maybe calling this one a club spiel, of course. Uh, try to get some club teams out just to have a little... Not not a fun spiel. This one this one's the real deal. This is going to mean something. This is for some bragging rights. Yeah, that would definitely be a, a competitive spiel. Right. Um, looking for somewhere around like that 8 to 10 team mark. Uh, mid-December right before Christmas. So some kind of like that. And like I said, we'll probably throw a poll up to see what some of the interest is on on that bond spiel around that December 17th mark. Yeah, and also, you know, we're looking for feedback probably on the uh, the format as well. You know, a, a traditional, what I would call a traditional bond spiel uh, starts on a Friday afternoon and ends, you know, on a Sunday around noon. Um, you know, typically there's a three-game guarantee and there's a bracketed playoff. Um, you know, I'm open to those things. I've curled those bond spiels. They're fun. Um, you know, we also have the Winterfest spiel. That's a modified format. That's a Friday afternoon through a Saturday. 
Um, and we don't curl on Sundays in those, right? Not in the not in not the, the Winterfest. Winter nope, that's a Friday, Saturday. Yep. yep. And that's also a different scoring too. Um, that's more of a pool play scoring. I want to say modified. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, so you know we're we're open to feedback on uh, what people want to do and uh, how they want it to run there. And I, th- I think we already ironed down a pretty good name for that. I know we were talking about it when was, we were putting ice. I was sitting on that when you were like, "Are I, we going to mention the name?" I think you're going to. You're. It's your bread and butter. This is your. This is your child yeah, so so let me let me geek out for a second here um a little bit of history um our our mascot at the minot curling club is the uh, minot mallard so if you come to our club and you look up in our clubhouse above the glass there is a, a really goofy looking duck up there um he is our mascot and he's been our mascot um since i think we built this building in uh what they finished it in 1960 or 61 um he was actually the mascot for the minot um semi-pro baseball semi-pro team baseball. Team, and that yeah. was like I want to say they started in like the 20s and they were done curling by I, I think they might have been or not done curling they were the team would no longer existed by the time the curling club finished the building here I want to say but we had already liked the mallard and we're using it so um, we're, we're the second owners of that logo but we uh, have definitely had it the longest now um, <laughs> and I've been slapping that on like every hat or sweatshirt or anything that we make so the name we wanted to do or i wanted to do was the mighty mallard spiel you know you got a little bit of alliteration in there it uh, it mentions our goofy mascot who i personally adore ties into the history of the club a little bit too and yep Yep. yeah no it's a great name when when you came i know we like i said we brainstormed on it a little bit and when you said that one that it just seemed to click quite well so yeah well once we said that we were like i don't need to suggest anymore i like that yeah it made it easy it was probably a five minute discussion and then we were done um but yeah so the mighty mallard uh gonna try and shoot for around that december 17th mark obviously try and get it out before the holidays a nice little early spiel yep to to give some early season bragging rights which is always fun too because we got a lot of returning curlers obviously there's a lot of teams that have curled with this club um, for many years. Yeah. So it'd be yeah. fun to get a little bragging right before you get into the other one spills throughout the year. Yeah. And it would be nice to see people who, you know, might have like a scheduling issue that they can't curl this season or something like, you know, it happens a lot. Uh, you start curling in your late twenties, it seems like then everybody takes most of their thirties off when they start having the kids and then they, they come back and they're, you know, whatever late forties, um, when the kids are old enough to watch themselves. So, well, you know, if you, if you're one of those people and you're listening, uh, we'd love to see you back even for the weekend. So, right. Right. And, um, obviously, we do have other bond spiels throughout the year, two other events that go on. Uh, Wes had already mentioned the Winterfest spiel. Um, that is in f- February, I believe they're going to shoot for that this year. Yeah, that is. I think Clay wrote them down before um, he uh, left us. Winterfest is February 10th to 11th. 10th to 11th. They do the Curling for the Cure, which is a ladies' bond spiel um, that also raises funds and awareness for... Uh, Breast cancer. They actually uh, specifically raise money for hospitality services that stays local for people undergoing cancer treatment. Um, and there are a, a couple of women here who uh, that's very near and dear to them. So, uh, and they they have raised a quite a bit of money. Was it five or eight thousand dollars they did last year? It, it was it was, it was a, quite a big sum. I think it was the was, biggest one they've had yeah, since they began. It. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and that's a that's a great event put on by good people. Um, the bartenders are. Above average, I'll say that too. Yeah, right, Nolan? Uh, we, you know, I came down. I bartended for the first time at the Curl for the Cure last year, and it was an absolute <laughs> blast. I actually brought a friend down to help me out, and he is not affiliated with Curling Club. He had never curled in his life before, and he has put a team in now this year. So that's that's just how that spiel can turn things around. It gets not only interest in the Curling Club, but it also goes to a very good cause. Mm-hmm. And then there's the big one. There's the final one, the shirt sleeve bond spiel. 
at the end of March. That's kind of our season end. Um, and that one's... We, we also technically do have a championship. But, yeah, but it's not, not a box field, I guess. Show, we're, yeah, we're, yeah. we're talking about... We do have a city championship. <laughs> talking about events and stuff that come through or through the year. We do have a city championship, but the, the shirt, the shirt sleeve is... The shirt sleeve is a big deal. Oh, yeah, yeah. The shirt, I mean, that's your that's your capstone, you know. That's the, the that's the feather in the, the cap. I'm, I'm on cap analogies right now. Yeah, so. and feathers, apparently, with the mallards <laughs> feathers, and everything yeah, going on. Just waterfowl mood all through here. Um, but we'll, we'll obviously discuss those events a lot more throughout our podcast as we keep these things yeah, going. Yeah, dates on the shirt sleeve, uh, March 31st to April 1st. We do not have a date for the curling for the cure yet. And so I, yeah, you're marking and your calendars. There you go. Like I said, we'll, we'll make sure we get updates on those throughout these that, that we do. If, if we get enough listeners, uh, if we annoy you guys so much on week one, we might ax this, but, mm-hmm. um, I don't know. I think it's going all right so far. Yeah, well, we're on uh, upcoming events, too. Um, I host the Military League. Um, that kicks off after the first of the year. Um, that is open to Air Force Base members, I guess. Um, if you were military, I would let you come in. Uh, we advertise up on the Air Force Base, though, um, and that is where you would have to sign up, either that or contact me. Um, I'm Wesley. You can just hit us up at our email, and I'll find the uh, response in there. And what was that um, website again? MyNotCurling.com. <laughs> Our email is MyNotCurling at Gmail, too. So It's a very, very easy to remember. Yeah, yeah. Consistency is key, just like in the game of curling. Yes, exactly. Yeah, exactly. so you, you keep it all square. Um, so, yeah, lots of stuff really to start the year off. Um, we're coming up on, well, we're a little over 20 minutes, so we were going to try and keep these around 20 minutes long, I think. Uh, lots of stuff just to recap everything that kind of happened in the off season. Uh, major snowstorm. Caused a lot of damage. We we got a lot of help from sponsors, communities, Simcoe, local businesses, yeah, club members, in order uh, yep, in yep. order to put in a brand new condenser to help make the ice what it is. And like I said, it it looks a lot better than many years I've seen it before. It I, I, will, I will say right now it's it's I think it's shaping up to be the best ice we've uh, we've ever had. And I can say uh, a big part of that is the RO system that we put in last year. Um, that RO system didn't get installed last year until I want to say about this time. So we didn't get to make most of the ice with it. But we did get to use it throughout the year. And this year we got to uh, build the whole ice, the whole floor from the, the literal ground up with that RO water. Um, and if you're from that's a reverse osmosis water. It's much cleaner than what comes out of the tap um you know like a order of magnitude so there's a lot less junk in it so you know the analogy i always use with ice is uh when you make ice cubes at home and your ice tray has that white crusty stuff on top uh, ro water doesn't do that so uh, the curling surface is nicer if you curl with us last year notice a difference um expect that that same difference there rocks will be quicker they'll move easier we'll get more curl out of them and the the condenser being a uh, new and, and uh, in better shape than our old one was. Um, I think it's keeping the floor a more consistent temperature too. So hopefully that is going to mean less hills and bumps and, and problems with melting in the walls. So uh, yeah, I think uh, technically with the the, the play surface, uh, this is a great year to come down and try it out. And a brand well, not a brand new set of stones, but year two with our new stones. Yep. Um, yep. Also and, makes it a lot nicer to curl with with a, with a good set of competition stones yes and that's exactly uh their competition stones we got those from uh, dakota curling supply our buddy george out there he uh he picked them up they were a traveling set for competitions and he gave us a pretty good trade-in on our old rocks and we got those and they're uh, they're more reactive than our old ones you know that's kind of a, a a hard thing to judge you know but uh we noticed a difference i guess and i i hope that uh, our other club members did too so all right and that we we are a non-profit organization as well 
We are a 501c3, actually. That yeah, that's new. also new to us, when I guess. Did we, when, did we, when did we get that finally? Last, the start of last year, I think, right? Just when we first kind of began. Like this time last year? I want to say we filed our paperwork in, like, December of 2021, and we didn't get approval till like, eight months later, which would have been, like, August, yeah. Yeah, so that's also something new, I guess. I completely forgot to even mention that. Uh, I don't know how many people learned that over last year that we, we, we became a nonprofit organization. Yeah, we didn't put a banner up. Um, we are a nonprofit, though, so, you know, uh, give us your money. It's tax deductible. <laughs> we but, don't have a sponsor for the podcast yet, by the way, um, if anybody's looking for a tax write-off before the end of the year. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, put us in your wills, too. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's, one, it's, right? yeah. You, can, you can put us in there and we can have a, the, the trust in your name, you know. <laughs> Um, yeah, lots of good stuff happening down at the club this year over the last couple of years, I guess. Uh, but mainly this year, like things are looking really good. Uh, really excited to get things started. And yeah, I, I think we recapped everything quite well. And um, Come down for uh, the open houses. Uh, reminder, come come to the open houses. Come to our learning curls. Come to our fun spiel. You know, next week is a, a great week to come try out the sport. We'll have more opportunities down the road, but they will be uh, farther between. Um, we always try to plan them in advance, but usually it's just a couple weeks notice. So, and that's Monday. Monday, the twenty eighth. Twenty eighth. If we don't get this up in time, don't come on a random Monday. Monday the twenty eighth is when the learn to curls begin yeah. of twenty twenty two. Hopefully, we have it up this year. We should have it figured out by then. Um, but yeah, no. Uh, d- thanks, Wes, for uh, sitting down and, and doing this. Um, I, like I said, we're going to figure out a timeline of when to do these and how often we should put them out. Are we? What are we shooting for? Biweekly. Biweekly. Um, I mean, if they love us, we could do it weekly, but. Yeah, this wasn't as daunting as I thought it was going to no, be. No, you just sit down, you start talking, it's a little easier to do. I think go. it's because we can make eye contact. Yeah, right? It's, me calm. <laughs> it's probably a good thing this isn't recorded. They might think something's going on. Yeah. But exactly. we're just... We're, we're just, both married, We're both way. married. Um, just talking curling. Talking talk shop. Um, but yeah, so uh, thanks to Clay as well for stopping in. Um, he's probably going to join us a few times throughout the year. I would say he's a he's a co-host, right? A co-host, yeah. yeah. For it's sure. the trifecta. Yeah. 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 We're like the band Rush. Yeah, I don't think Clay, Clay's just doing his part as part of the team. You know? yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to wrap this up here real quick then. Um, again, this has been Between Two Sheets. Tentatively. Tentatively, <laughs> but I think we got a winner. Yeah. Uh, again, my name's Nolan Axton, uh, board member for the Minot Curling Club. And I'm Wesley Mason. Thanks for joining us. Uh, hopefully you, you're not too sick of us and you come back for the next one of these we do. Thank you. <laughs>